What's going on, everyone? Philly Insider Podcast here. We got a special guest today, Eddie Zinn Turner, uh, NFL draft prospect in 2021. D lineman from Buffalo, previously played at Marist and Vanderbilt, two time all PFL selection at Marist. Um, I believe you got a master's degree at Vanderbilt as well. Congratulations on that, man. Wow, what an accomplishment, along with your football accomplishments, too. And hey, from Canton, Ohio, hoping to be there at the end of your career as well. So uh, it's something to look forward to. And thanks for this opportunity, man. Just tell everyone how you're doing. No question, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm just yep. feeling blessed, man. Just thankful to be in this position. You know, the, the road ain't been easy, but it's been worth it. So, Awesome, man. Yeah, glad to hear that. We'll, we'll definitely talk about your career and everything. I want to hear about your journey. But first, man, I got to ask you, I saw a video of you back when you were at Marist. Are you a, a big Justin Bieber fan? I can rock I can rock with Bieber, man. He, he got some style to him, man. He, he, he really got that. Bring the juice. Yeah, you listened to that new album yet? No, I haven't listened to it. I just okay. listen to the ones I hear on the radio or, you know, whenever it comes through. <laughs> Gotcha. I respect that, man. Respect that. And I believe you have a you have a dog too named Esco. Is that right? Yeah. How's that? How's Esco doing? Esco doing great, man. He's sitting right here, man. He's just best dog in the world. Best dog <laughs> in the world. Hey, we love to hear that. I just wanna wanna ask you about those two things. I saw a video of you a while back when we were in Paris, and I I saw you had the sweet life of uh, Eddie and Esco. So um, <laughs> good luck there, man. But hey. Let's talk a little bit more about your career and your journey, man. Tell us a little about your kind of hinting at your journey to the NFL draft just through college, even before college, just growing up playing football. What's it been like for you, man? Uh, football, football always been a gift to me. You know, since I was a young kid, like all my coaches and people older than me was like, yo, man, like you can, you can ball. Like I always been like a bigger kid and more athletic than a lot of kids. So it's kind of came natural to me. And then also like, being from where I'm from, from Canton, Ohio, like naturally instilled a, a aggression into me whenever I'm able to flip that switch. So right. it's just, it just led me here, man. And, uh, you know, going through high school, I was kind of underrated coming out of a small high school, a Malvern high school. And, um, you know, I tore up the camp scene, tore up the camp circuit, but I talked to a lot of coaches as well, but just like starting off, I just had bad grades because I kind of had a rough start to my uh, high school career mm -hmm. academic wise. So, by the time it came to my senior year, I talked to everybody, but, you know, nobody really wanted to offer a dude with a 1-9 GPA, you know what I'm saying? So I ended up graduating like a 2-2. Maris gave me the opportunity of a lifetime, and I took it. Hey, I love to hear that, man. And talking about college, you played at a few different schools. So what are your – what are kind of your big takeaways from each school that you went to? Uh, Big takeaways is uh, Maris, definitely like Maris, man <laughs> – that's 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 one of the best places on earth, man. Like I'm forever grateful for the opportunity to go there. Uh, all the people I've met, guys that are gonna be at my wedding there, like some of my best friends in the world. Right. Um, Maris was a very good place for me as far as like connections and uh, you know, and even football too. Like it taught me a lot because I was coming out of high school, I actually played running back and then uh, mm. defensive end, linebacker, and like all over the defensive line. So it's, when I went to Marist, they put me in a, a zero technique most of the time in a one, which I wasn't used to coming out of high school. But given that now, it's given me a staple because I am technically a nose guard through three tech going to the league. So it taught me how to play, you know, over the center. And then moving on from there to Vanderbilt, uh, that was a big jump. And it, and it allowed me to see, you know, what it took, you know, to be, a you know, a, a a next caliber type of player, you know what I'm saying? The work and the, uh, just just going in day by day and, and understanding like 
everything was just different. You know, the standard was different. I'm thankful for uh, Coach Tarver, uh, Coach Mason, uh, Coach Hay, uh, all those guys up there. They really, you know, helped me really develop my game into learning how to be a professional. And then uh, on the Buffalo, Buffalo was also a great experience as well. Shout out to – I still got some guys that will be in my, uh, my wedding as well there too. So everything was just an all-around great experience. And, you know, I'm forever thankful. Awesome to hear that, man. And you kind of hinted at the X's and O's a little bit with playing that zero technique, but also playing that three technique as well. Do you feel that playing at all these three different schools and just playing in three different types of schemes has kind of prepared you for the NFL level? And obviously versatility is a big thing at the next level. So you think that's kind of been uh, an advantage for you? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, just the luxury of being able to play in three completely different defenses and, like, you know, virtually mastering them, that that gives me, a, I think, a leg up on the competition or anybody else out there fighting for a spot is – and I adapt quick. I'm a quick adapter, obviously. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not the sharpest tool in the box, but, you know, I'm not a dumb kid either. You know, I, I learn quick, and, and I think that also helps too. So, yeah. Love to hear that, man. And I want to ask you, too, about your knee injury that you had a couple years ago. I believe it was 2019 fall. Just talk to us about just the adversity at the time. Obviously, having an injury can kind of be like being on an island just while you're rehabbing. You want to be out there with the guys. What was that experience like? And what did you learn from it? Man, that experience, it it, it, it taught me a lot about myself. Uh, mm-hmm. it, 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 really, it really made me take a look at everything and put it in perspective. Like, hey, man, like, you know, this education is really important because you always one injury away from never, you know, playing again. So obviously it allowed me to lock in on the classroom more. And then as far as like just not knowing if I'm going to ever be able to suit up and play the same again, that mentally will take a toll on you. And anybody who anybody who uh, went through any type of injury or been through that kind of stuff will tell you like it's mentally draining. So it really taught me how to just – Perseverance, man. Like, my whole life has been about perseverance and, and overcoming obstacles. So, it's just another obstacle I had to overcome. Yeah, and, I mean, that's what – going to the next level, that's just the big thing, is just being able to persevere through any type of adversity that comes your way. And it uh, sounds like you've definitely jumped some big hurdles along your, your journey so far. So, props to you for that, man. And I want to ask you, too, just let's talk about your play style. Obviously, going to Marist, a lot of people haven't seen, you know, a lot of All-22 film on you. Not a ton of all 22 film available to draft scouts and stuff like that. So tell us a little about your play style in your own words. Can you play in a 3 4 or 4 3 if asked to? Do you kind of win with your power or finesse more or your speed? What's kind of your play style look like? Can you do it all? Uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I would say I'm a jack of all trades. I could play the run well. I'm great with my hands and separation. Uh, I could two gap. Uh, also, I, I possess a, a wide variety of pass rush moves that a lot of people wouldn't think for, you know, 300. 15, 20 pound dude would have. So, um, yeah, like my style of play is just aggressive. I'm very aggressive. Uh, I want to win at the line of scrimmage. Um, I can I can mix it up a little bit with power. I can go speed. I got a couple moves, rep moves, spin moves, pretty much anything you can, they got out there, any type of move I, I've tried to master. I'll I spend some time in the offseason working with different uh, pass rush coaches, such as like uh, Chuck Smith. I, I trained for three weeks down in Atlanta with him. He really taught me a lot of things to take my game to the next level. Hmm. And going along with that, I want to ask you, too, do you feel like that kind of separates your game, just being a jack-of-all-trade, just separates you from the other D linemen in the draft? Is there something else that you feel like 
kind of separates you from other guys in the draft, like your motor or just your high energy, anything you, you want to kind of brag about, just put out there? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of guys are either, uh, you know, one-dimensional. They either are pastoral specialists or mm -hmm. a run stuffer, you know. But me, like like I said, I, I'm just going for it. I'm a hungry dog, you know. If, if it's the ball, wherever the ball is, that's where you're going to find me at. There's a couple of clips so you can see. I'm chasing down screen plays, you know what I'm saying, from the right. backside, 20, 30 down, yards downfield, coming from the backfield. So <laughs> wherever the ball at, I'm going to go get it regardless. Yeah, and, hey, that kind of leads right into the next question, too. Just talking about – I saw in that video your teammates nicknamed me the big dog. Um, and, obviously, over here in, in Philly, I mean, I'm an Eagles fan. We're, we were the underdogs a few years ago when we won the Super Bowl. So just talk about that, you know. Obviously, we can talk about the X's and O's all day, but – just talk about just your tenacity, your aggressive in open field, just being that big dog, and what kind of opportunity it would be like if you got an opportunity to join the underdogs on the field this, this upcoming fall. <laughs> oh, man, that would be a, a dream come true. Actually, uh, when I was younger, my first football team I ever played on was the Eagles. We was we were the Eagles here in Canton. Gotcha. And, um, man, it, it would just bring it all full circle, man. Like a team, a team in that kind of silly, a, a, a rough and rowdy crowd, you know, Philly, diehard fans and you know they expect a lot of you and, and that's what I, that's what I bring to the table I bring that relentless effort that dog energy you know what I'm saying like I said I'm just an angry junkyard dog I'm hungry and that's why I'm coming every day man and I, I, I come from a different type of lifestyle where you know I wasn't afforded all the luxuries growing up so right anything I gotta do to, to get fed that's what I'm gonna do hey big dogs gotta eat man you know what they say but uh I want to talk to you just about going to the next level too are there any nose guards or defensive linemen that you really admire in the game today, such as a Kenny Clark or a Javon Hargrave or a Fletcher Cox? Or, you know, obviously Aaron Donald's a big one, too. Yeah, obviously uh, Aaron Donald, man. I, people have been comparing me to him since I was in, like, my junior year of high school whenever he was at Pitt because I, I wasn't always, like, over 300 pounds. I was, like, right. my junior, senior year, I was, like, 280, 290. Wow. And then um, I like – I love watching Fletcher Cox. Like he, he's now he's more like my style. You know what I'm saying? He's big. He can move. Uh, he's great with his hands. Uh, there's a couple other guys I like out there too. Uh, DJ Jones, uh, 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 Reed with the Bengals and the, uh, formerly the Texan. Um, DJ Reader. Right? Yeah, DJ Reader. Yep. Uh, this, this and I, that's what I do. Like I, I sit at home. I get on YouTube and I watch some of these guys. I like to watch edge defenders as well, like Von Miller and Khalil Mack, as far as, like, pass rush and hand placement. Like, Bosa brothers, like, their techniques are just insane, all flawless. So, like, I like to watch a lot of those guys and implement it into my game. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, Khalil Mack, former Buffalo guy like yourself. So, uh, that. but I want to ask you, going along with that, how cool would it be if you got the opportunity to play under Aaron Donald and learn from him for a year or two? Man, that would be awesome. I wouldn't even that that would be the best case scenario. You know what I'm saying? Just to learn from the goat himself. Awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, especially just see what it, even just what his diet looks like on a <laughs> on the yeah. team. Like, I'm trying to get some abs too, man. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out that. I'm going to be the second D tackle with abs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Pull the Zeke Elliott, roll that jersey up, but. Um, Going along with just your college career, going back a little bit to that, I want to ask you, You obviously you played at Vanderbilt for a year. So what was it like just being in the SEC, seeing that type of competition? Obviously, SEC is a very high level of football. What was that experience like? Uh, ultimately, it really wasn't 
it was it was great to see just the body types and to be able to control those types of blocks and, and, and feel that type of size and, and, and strength. But ultimately, the game of football really didn't change that much for me other than like, you know, it's a little bit faster. But as far as techniques and plays and, and my playing style, like it didn't really it didn't really, you know, I didn't see that much of a difference. Mm, gotcha. Interesting to hear. And. You talked about your, some of the teammates you've met along the way at Marist, at Vandy, and at Buffalo. Um, I mean, obviously, you guys, plenty from all those schools, you got guys going to the draft this year, whether it's Malcolm Kuntz, um, Tyree Thompson from Buffalo, who I got to talk to as well, who's a great guy, and um, Dale Denningbo, I believe, from Vanderbilt as well. Yes, sir. Yeah, oh, my God. All the yeah. dudes, my dudes. Didn't uh, didn't butcher his name, so I'm I'm glad about that. It's a tough name to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's a dog, though. He's a dog. People are gonna know how to say his name sooner than later. Oh um, yeah, for sure. Um, just how special is it to just be in the draft process with these guys, like you said? Uh, I've been leaning on these guys a lot for just a lot of advice and and, and just yeah. just dealing with agents and you know because a lot of like you said a lot of the guys that you mentioned like such as like a Andre Mance, even a former player Keyshawn Vaughn, uh, uh, you know. Jared Patterson, Coons, yeah. a lot of these guys, you know, they probably get, they got higher draft stock than me, a higher ranking. So I kind of looked at them for different advice when it comes to different things, like, you know, as far as what their training regimen looked like as compared to mine, uh, what, you know, how how is their agent situations and, you know, what advice that I can learn from them to, to translate over into my situation. So everything's been helpful. Everybody's been great. Uh, I'm just thankful for all the friends that I've made, like, literally, like, like I said, these guys, like a lot of these guys are really, you know, genuine friends. Like they reach out to me all the time. Hey, how's it doing? How you doing? They know I've been, you know, injured my knee and everything. They ask about the knee. So, I mean, it's just been a blessing, truly. Like I, the friends that I've made over the years have just been, I can only thank God for that. Yeah, it's fact. And Keyshawn Vaughn, hey, Super Bowl champion this year. Yeah, that's my dog right there, man. I'm yeah. proud of him. Me and him really, really hit it off. Like when I, he would actually like, he was one of my hosts when I came on my official visit to really? Vanderbilt. Yeah, so like, and then we he actually hit me up on Twitter first before I even got to like uh uh to even talk to Vandy. He was like, "Yo, like you a dog, bro." He was like, "You know what I'm saying?" Like he seen yeah. my film, and then next thing you know, here I started talking to Vandy and yeah. went there. And, you know, he showed me around. He showed me all the good food in Nashville. <laughs> him and uh, Cam. And my boy Cam, they showed me all the good food. Rocky Swings who closed down now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good stuff. And uh, did uh, did Keyshawn talk Not about you talk at all about uh, Tom Brady this year or any of the guys on being around that offense on the box? Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, just like starstruck a little bit. Or? Yeah, he said because Brady Brady one of his top dudes. So he just being just being with the goat. I mean, he was just he loved every bit of that and yeah. just like hey, he's a Super Bowl champ now, like. It's still unbelievable. You know what I'm saying? It's unbelievable to him. Yeah. 100%, man. And I, I want to talk to you, going back to the X's and O's a little bit, jumping around here. Obviously, football is a game of technique and fundamentals, right? You can be the biggest guy. You can be the fastest guy. But it doesn't matter if you don't have the little things down. And you see that sometimes when, like, a 6'5 wide receiver gets bullied by a corner who's, like, twi he's, he's twice their size. So, but talking about you specifically with your position, just talk about some of the little things that are important, whether it's, like, hand placement, just reacting and making sure you got your, your two gaps locked down and your one gap locked down and just stuff like that. Your stance, the little things. Well, I, I think one thing that uh, helps me a lot is I'm not the tallest dude. I'm saying I stand about six foot, six, one and a half. You know what I'm saying? So it's like 
but I also have tremendous length in my arms. I have a 79, 80 inch wingspan. So, and what combining that with my get off speed, I'm able to get my hands on guys and get under guys and control the blocks as opposed to like popping up or having to, if I was like a six, five guy, I have to get even lower and right. have to work out another guy getting under me, but I don't have that issue. Yeah, that's huge too. That's a good point that I never really thought of either, just being that smaller guy. And I know uh, the Eagles have Jason Kelsey, obviously different other side of the ball. Uh, he's a center, but he's a little bit smaller, but he gets the job done very well, and he's been an all-pro center for us. I mean, definitely that's a good point that you made. I didn't even think about that. And I want to shift over to, I believe you, you played some special teams during your college career as well, and I'm a big fan of special teams. Um, the Eagles were really bad this year, so there wasn't much else to get excited about other than the special teams. So – um, I, I started to try to take, take a passion and just learning more about it. And just that third phase of the game is huge. I believe you blocked two kicks in 2018 at Marist. And I want to just hear which, which about your experience on special teams, what positions you play on there, and just how important it is to be able to contribute and take that to the next level. I mean, special teams, that can alter the entire game. That's just as important yep. as offense, defense, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's – it's three phases of the game. You win special teams, win offense, you're probably going to win the game. You win special teams, win defense. You win two out of three, yeah. there's a good chance you're going to win the game. So, me, I just take pride in it. I just take pride in it. It's, it's, it's sometimes, you know, after you've been on a long drive and, and you get scored on and it's a grind, it's like it's kind of easy, it, you know, for some guys to be able to like, oh, it's just a PAT. Like, let me just, you know, take this off. But, honestly, I, I don't. I don't like being scored on, whether it's one point, three points, six points. I don't give a damn. Uh, I'm trying to block it. I'm trying to stop every single thing. Yeah. So I just take pride in it. I grip my teeth. I, I dig my toes into the ground, and, and I try to block it as best I can. I like I, I played punt block before, not officially, but I like to block punch as well. Like, I love just going after the ball. And that's the difference between getting a roster spot a lot of the time, too, is can you play on special teams? Um, so it's it's a big part for you guys going into the draft, just being able to do that. So I respect that a lot. And I want to ask you, too, just draft process in general, getting an agent, like you said, still training every day, having to do pro day. You got a lot of stuff going on right now, man. So what's the draft process been like for you specifically? Exciting, challenging? Just tell us about your experience with it. Oh, it's just been exciting, eye-opening. It's been a bit of a challenge, you know what I'm saying, just – uh, dealing with different people, different agents, and whatnot. Like I, I have my uh, training change location changed three times, but I mean, other than that, just being able to be in this position to be able to go train and, and able to do these things, I'm just you know grateful for. Like, and just to be in this position, like you know, uh, my first time like talking to, to a coach, you know, an NFL coach. Like I, I broke down and cried. I'm like, whoa, like this is real. You know what I'm saying? Like everything I've been waiting on my whole life. Like, it's coming to fruition. It's just pushing me to go that much harder. Like I said, man, like, I'm a hungry junkyard dog, man. I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that must be surreal just to meet with the team for the first time again. Like you said, you guys, I think people don't see the behind the scenes. Just you're working your whole life for this, whether it's watching film, whether it's the games on the field that people only see you at, or whether it's in practice getting drills done, whether it's just on your own time in the offseason getting stuff done. You guys are at work 24-7, and to finally see the – kind of the results of that is definitely something that's a little bit surreal for the first time. And um, I'm sure it's just uh, an amazing experience for you guys. And obviously next year, it's going to be even more surreal when you step onto an NFL field for the first time. So what are some of the things that you're kind of looking to work on 
to get to that point? And it's like some of the things you're looking to improve on as you head into your first NFL season. Uh, a lot of things I'm improving on for this season is just uh, uh, explosion. I just want to be like a like a bull in a china shop, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I want to be able to show off the athleticism for my size. Like I said, I'm I'm sitting right now like 318. I want to be able to show like I'm not just you know a one dimensional type player because a lot of times the guys that are like you know 310, 320, they try to put in just like a run stuffing category. I want to show change that narrative. Like you know, big boys, we can rush the passer too. So yeah. that's one thing I'm working on: explosion and, and pass rush. Because it's a passing league, you know, you can't get after the quarterback, you know, it's going to limit your, your bank account a little bit. So I'm trying to get, I'm trying to expand that bank. Yeah, 100%. You're not going to be facing Lamar and the Ravens offense who are run first every, every game. It's going to be mostly passing, like you said. And um, going along with that, one more question for you, Eddie. I'm sure, like you said, or like I said, it's just going to be surreal next year when you put on that uniform, you go out there, you're getting warmed up, and you just look around and see a crowd around you and, um, you get ready for that first NFL snap. That's going to be an amazing feeling, kind of like a movie, I bet. So I want to ask you, what are NFL teams getting in Eddie's and Turner um, if they decide to draft him this year and bring him onto their roster? Man, they're getting a good dude, a man with honest integrity, hard worker, blue-collar guy. It's the hungry dog, man. Like, if I'm, I'm here, to, I'm, I want to change the organization. I don't want nothing to be easy. I don't want nothing to be hand it to me. I want to work for everything I got and I want to be a part of change. You know what I'm saying? I want to really, I want to really take it there. Like I said, or you said, I want to end it where I started it right here. I was born Tim and Mercy, not even a mile down from uh, where the Hall of Fame at. So my whole goal is to finish it where I started at. So they're going to get a hungry junkyard dog and somebody that's going to come out at full force every day with that blue collar work ethic. Hey, well, Eddie, this is step one and getting, to, getting back to Canton to end your career. I'm excited to see where you land. Wouldn't mind if you came to my Eagles. Well, I shouldn't say wouldn't mind. I would love if you came to my Eagles, man. That'd be, I'd have to get a jersey right away. But, um, hey, I'm excited to see wherever you land, man. It's going to be fun to watch you play some NFL football next year on Sundays and just see you improve each year and just be that hungry dog. I mean, th those are the types of guys that stick around in this league, man. You keep that attitude. You keep working. You're going to stick around for a long time, especially with the special teams as well, man. I I've got a lot of hope in you. Everything I read up on you before it took, or I asked you for an interview, man. I mean, I was like, this guy's a dog. This guy's a dog. I, I got to get him on the podcast sometime. So I'm, I'm glad you were able to come on, man. I'm super excited for your NFL career. And I want to ask you anything you want to say before we sign off here? No, sir, man. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate you. God bless. Of course, man. God bless you, too. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. As we always say after every uh, podcast, run, baby, run. Fly, go, fly. We'll see you guys later.